You're tuned in to local programming on 97.7 WAOV and NewsKnoxCounty.com. The information and opinions voiced on the Mark and Mark Show is for general information only. WAOV Radio and the original company assumes no responsibility for errors or omissions in the content of the program. Broadcasting for over five years from the historic Brevoort House in downtown Vincennes, this is the Mark and Mark Show. It's a show about everything. A show about nothing. Featuring Joe Heron, Chris Haddix, Dave Hill, Dr. Aaron Wiseman, and Haley Lancaster. We now go live to the WAOV studios for the Mark and Mark Show with your hosts, Mark McNeese and Mark Hill. Boys in gray. Look at that. Look at this. I don't know. I can't see Mark, but he's in a gray car. I'm here. I'm here. He's got that gray background, blurred, and uh, and he always wears gray. Mark's got a gray on, and uh, Joe joins us today from the Man Cave. Joe, welcome. Good to see you. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah. So it's been a little bit of time. Uh, we were, um, of course, missing for a couple of shows, and then uh, Haley uh, was on the last broadcast because that was the last one she was able to be with for a while, so we were... E- easily, Mark and I gave up the talking stick and let uh, Haley uh, kind of dominate the show, which was most appropriate. So we'll probably do the same for you today, Joe. So uh, anyway, it's uh, the it's that turning point, right? It's the flipping thing where the, Joe's got uh, kids going back to school on uh, Thursday. Mark's got a daughter going back to school. I got grandkids going back, and uh, it's that time of year. Scott, oh. That's sort of a what, what color is that shirt, Mark? That's not gray. Uh, burgundy. I don't know. Burgundy. Merlot. Merlot. <laughs> Merlot. Merlot. I like it. <laughs> it looks good. Looks good. Matches your skin tone. So uh, anyway, so uh, good week, bad week. I will start off with uh, it was a very nice watermelon festival. It kind of um, unpredictably uh, got a little cloudy near the end of the day and. Uh, a little bit of a breeze, and so it made it nice and comfortable for me being on stage. Uh, Joe also participating in the third or fourth annual musical chairs. <laughs> the good news is Liz Romani got beat. The bad news is I finished third. How did that happen? I'm, I'm uh, talking beforehand saying I'm going to sacrifice myself. I'm just going to grab Liz and go off the stage, but uh, somehow I'm going to bum leg. Going to bum leg. Going to bum me up, yeah. So somehow I managed to stay there. I think the DJ was just waiting until I got in front of a chair and he stopped the music. He said he oh, wasn't he took looking. Pity. He took pity on you. He took pity. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, it was very nice. Very nice festival. Went well. Um, and then I would also comment on the really good support that uh, – the community gave to the uh, Kita, uh dis- distribution of items, backpacks and school supplies uh, at First Christian Church on Saturday, and then also the party at the pavilion with free haircuts. So those are both things that uh, we're proud to help sponsor here in the community, and uh, I think both of them went exceedingly well. My bad week is that my house is still uh, turned upside down and uh, hopefully it will come to some resolution by the weekend. That's certainly my hope. So uh, that's what I got. Joe, what's your good week, bad week? Oh, man. Uh, Watermelon Festival was a lot of fun this year. Uh, Buck Rogers Clark sounded really good Friday night. 
Um, yeah, I went out pretty early, but I was less aggressive this year on the musical chairs. I think uh, last year I sort of knocked the tar out of somebody. So I wanted to be a little, you know, a, a little careful, but you did get some generous turns. I think, I think they were putting you in a spot where you weren't going to have to fight or, or wrestle or, uh, and get a little violent up there. Uh, just if nobody knows. Um, also a good week is actually from last week. I had my family come up, but my sister's first visit, uh, she brought her kids. Her kids have been here, but she hadn't. Oh, nice. Um, we just had a great time showing them around. Uh, we of course took them to the park and we took them to a few places locally. Uh, they really, my, my dad being a logger for most of his life, he really enjoyed seeing that, uh, horse, uh, over at Greg Park. Right? Wow. Cool. Had, so we took him by, we took a ton of photos with that. Uh, great time. That bad week's minor. I'm just, I'm having little light Jeep issues, uh, with the little, the little compass that I drive around and it, it's probably small stuff, but I just, once it starts happening, it's like, is this going to be a couple hundred bucks or is it going to be something serious? You, you know how it goes. It's just, it's always a bummer about these things, but uh, we're going to get it looked at here soon. So. Says the guy that's got a wife with a 33 year old car and uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. That's of her choosing, though. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So how about you, Mark? What do you got? Uh, good week. Uh, good week, Friday. Uh, we, we, I went to the golf course with V, and she drove around. Uh, and then Jenny met us for dinner out there, and we had a good time with that. And then Friday night, we had a little bit of time at home, watched uh, a couple movies. We'll talk about that later. And yeah. then Saturday, uh Vivian and Jenny and I took off and did some back to school shopping and, and things like that. Went to, went to, uh, down south and then, uh, then turned around and went over to Newburgh and ate at Cafe Azura. Uh, had a really good meal over there. And, uh, but then, uh, the bad week comes with, uh, with, uh, that back to school shopping. Um, Joe, you've, you've been shopping with a, a teenage girl. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and and the cut the concept of a budget is yeah. is a difficult thing to pass on a twelve or thirteen year, and My. and 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 so uh, there was only one instance where I stormed out of the store, just one. <laughs> I I mean I didn't think it was too bad. Yeah. Um, I in the end, uh, you know, I have an incredible wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jenny rescued the situation. Uh, and made it all better. And, um, guys, maybe, maybe, maybe I've just finally learned my lesson. I, I, I learn, I slowly learn, but I do learn, uh, that maybe I, I shouldn't be the one going back to school shopping with my, uh, 12, 13 year old. <laughs> I should just hand the debit card over and say, go and, and, and go from there. So. Uh, thanks to uh, my wife, she rescued it, and and it went quite well. So yeah, we could, we could we could we could ask for Scott's opinion on this, but uh, he had two boys, so I don't know. Yeah, that he, uh, yeah. <laughs> and Mark, I want to I want to. That's my good week, bad week. But I do want to uh, I do want to kind of point out to people that if they do go to YouTube, you can see that Mark Hill has officially given up on the Cardinals this year. He has switched to the <laughs> Chicago Bears in the background. <laughs> He is, he is full on. Preseason, preseason bears. Yeah. He's committed to the bears and, and the Cardinal baseball. 
has has not lived up to those expectations this wow. year. They and and nor hey, my Yankees haven't That's done much better. Yeah. Well, your they, Yankees uh, have had a decent year, but they're playing. Well, in the they're, about five, they're above five hundred, last in their yeah. division, but above five hundred. But the Cardinals uh, are uncardinal like this year. I would just say. Oh yeah, that. it's been uh, you know honestly uh, because that's one of the things I really look forward to in the summer is following uh, and you know um, playoff baseball and seeing who's going to line up. Look, you know they got that additional wild card spot again this year. So it makes it pretty competitive. And uh, yeah, it pains me to uh, sort of root along with the Reds and the Cubs, you know, to see if they can catch up with the Brewers. Uh, Mark, it is straight up 1977 in Major League Baseball right now. Cincinnati and Baltimore both have chances to be in the playoffs and uh, and do good in the playoffs. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, Orioles especially are the real deal. No doubt about that for sure. So, yeah. And, of course, Joe's sitting back there saying, hey, it's college football time, you know, and we'll have a chance to talk about sports since we uh, – uh, it's just the three bo- three amigos today. College football has just went – has driven the crazy oh. in sports, man. It's going to be wild. Yeah. And, and, of course, you know, next year we got two more teams joining the Big Ten. Or the big 16, as it could be called. They got to break into four divisions, or what are they going to do? It's coast, like, to, coast to coast, man. Coast to coast, yeah. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, but from the from the Ducks to, uh, to uh, who knows what's up uh, east these I days. I thought, by the way, I know we were going to talk about this. We may talk about it later. We may talk about it. But the Missouri football coach had a really interesting take on this. And he talked about, did anybody ask the student-athlete? And his point was not about football. They're once a week, and they're prepared for this kind of stuff. But he's talking about softball. He's talking about volleyball, track, mm-hmm. these kind of things. These student athletes, he, he pointed out one of the biggest uh, things to people's mental health, health and their ability to do well in school is sleep. And he goes, you're asking these kids that are playing softball to get on a get on a commercial flight, fly there, play a game, get on a commercial flight again, fly home, be there at 4 a.m., they have class at 8. He goes, how does that benefit the student-athlete? And I thought it was a really interesting and valid point that the Missouri football coach brought up. So, Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a challenging issue. You know, and it's interesting growing up in a state where high school basketball is the dominant sport or had been for a number of years, and my father and brother both being athletic managers, how the basketball revenue – generates the money that's spent on more expensive sports like football. And they would, they would do it on Tuesdays, Fridays and Saturdays. And, and the girls sports always got stuck on a Thursday or a Tuesday night in general. And they had to get up and go, go to school the next day. Pretty tough. You're asking a lot. So uh, we're up at that first break, believe it or not. And uh, when we come back, we'll talk about uh, various words of the day or phrases. And uh, we'll talk, about shout-outs here on the Mark and Mark and Joe Show. The Zoom connection now. Scott, maybe you can type down in the, in the chat there uh, what bump music we missed. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, uh, that's one of the interesting colors of our show, you know, and Scott's been quite adroit. At, uh, here's the word of the day, adroit. Um, so, uh, my word of the day, baseball word of the day is buyers slash sellers. Um, uh, cause it's always interesting as you get 
to uh, that August deadline, which way a team's going to flip. And uh, some teams that were looking pretty good in the first half of the season, Arizona, New York Mets, all of a sudden went from buyers to sellers. Of course, we know that about the Cardinals saga being in the cellar and building for 25. That's what I, that's what I read this morning. Not building for 24, we're building for 25. So who knows? We got, uh, got lots of young talent, but it's unproven. So that's my word of the day. Joe, what do you got? Well, and we agreed, uh, few months ago that I was going to do a uh, Marvel character, obscure Marvel like character it. each month. So yeah. we get out the trusty encyclopedia, uh, this big bear <laughs> on our shelf for years. You guys got to watch it. this on YouTube. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it, we, it's hold up this giant book. Um, but we decided, me and the kids, Lockheed, the little purple dragon that hangs around Kitty Pride, uh, needs okay. to come out. Lockheed, um, her little alien... Uh, Dragon. Uh, she's had him since 1983. Uncanny X Men 166 uh, can actually uh, speak languages. They just uh, they usually have him as a quiet uh, as a quiet character in the books. But Kitty Pride having a lot of shine right now in the X Men books. Pick up X Men 25. Uh, they've taken a real dark turn this summer. They've had a couple of good years of positive things, but everything's kind of going bad for the mutants right now. So. Obscure Marvel characters for a thousand, Alex. I like that. I like this a lot. I might, I might learn something that'll make me a, a better player of trivia later on. Remember trivia, Joe? We used to be on the hottest I, trivia team in town. You know, so. I used to love that Wednesday <laughs> game. I, I loved the layout and everything of that. Oh yeah. yeah. But let me ask you this about obscure Marvel characters because I saw one in a Happy Meal when my grandchildren were here. Week yes. before last is this little cat that I think appears in Guardians sure. uh, that, has, that has this monster that Miss pops Mar- out of his mouth. Captain Marvel and yeah, yeah, right, yeah. So, so the 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 toy in the Happy Meal is this little cat with what looks like a starfish on its yeah. face, and it spins. And I'm like, really? <laughs> it was uh, Goose from Captain Marvel. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I, yeah. I mean, I kind of knew who it was, but I thought, man, is that appropriate for a kid's toy? Oh, I know. Yeah, we're chasing, and they're promoting that early because it didn't come out to like November. I saw those yesterday. Of course, I, I collect those little figures. Uh, we're really chasing a Miss Marvel right now. If if, uh, yeah, yeah. if we has those, well, it's we got really- Samuel Jackson, and we got Samuel L. Jackson. The other nice day. You know, secret invasion. Yeah. So Nick so, Fury. Uh, yeah. <laughs> who got his eye ripped out by one of those that very my goose that was goose himself yeah. That's right. yeah that's right all right mark let's top that with your so, golf word of the day my golf my golf golf word of the day and Perfect. then i'll go into shout outs uh golf word of the day is a flyer a flyer is when your golf ball is if you hear somebody say man i got a flyer you 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 may be in the rough not in the fairway and you hit it and the ball flies off the club it has a different uh, unexpected interaction and the ball right. typically goes 15 to 20 yards further than you want it to can really be a problem in the pros. I'll take all the distance I can get. I hope every ball's a flyer. So, <laughs> but, uh, but when you, when it's uh, a couple hundred thousand dollars a stroke, you kind of want to be a little more precise on, on those things. So it can kind of be messed up. And so then I'll just go straight into my shout outs. Uh, I've got a, I've got a few of them. Um, and I, I know you guys are going to probably go to the watermelon festival. I, I want to talk about that. I, we stopped down Friday night. Um, 
huge shout out to uh, the Watermelon Festival, the people who put it on, all those the little things that work um, in between, you know, getting the stage set, getting trash picked up, getting getting watermelon, getting those vendors there. All those little things are so hard. As a person who did it for 15 years, I have never been happier than the five years I haven't had to do it. So <laughs> it is it is so hard. So uh, a big shout out to them. Another shout out to my wife again. Uh, thank you for saving our weekend. I, I appreciate that. Uh, to, and then uh, my third shout out is to uh, Adam Shank and his entire family and his support staff. Adam is going to be, he made the FedEx playoffs. He is ranked, he's currently 24th in the playoff, uh, in the FedEx rankings, which means he's in the top 70, which allows him to go on to the first stop of the FedEx tour playoffs and, and realize that those people like him do not get there by themselves. I mean, his talent is undeniable, but the support he has from his wife, his family and, and all the people around him allow that to happen. So shout out to that entire team. We get, as a person here in Knox County, we get to watch somebody professionally play uh, at the highest level. And it's kind of cool to do that. So a big shout out. And another thing, I, I travel all Southern Indiana. And when they learn that I'm from Knox County, they, there's a lot of people that follow Adam and his, and his time on the tour because he's a golfer from Southwest Indiana. And that's, that's a big deal. It's a, it's, uh, he's ranked in the 50 in the world, Uh, which is insane to think about guys. I mean, top 50 in anything. I mean, I'd be like, I'd be happy to be top 50 in our County, let alone the world, you know? So he is, he, 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 what they've done there is incredible. Now he needs to finish in the top 50 to move to the next round. And then it's the top 30 to move to the next round. Mm. And he's got a legitimate shot to do those. There, uh, so if you get a chance, uh, cheering him on this weekend, if you see somebody from his family, just say thank you for, uh, bringing some notoriety and, and giving him that opportunity. So that's it. That's my shout outs too, guys. Yeah. I was talking to, uh, for Sergeant Deckard, who's a, you know, big, uh, golf enthusiast and, uh, the other day and he was uh, telling me that the uh, course they're playing on, uh, this week for Adam is, uh, Adam friendly. You know, I mean, each mm-hmm. person, you know, kind of, adjust their game to various, uh, courses. Uh, but he thought he, he hits, a, uh, he hits what's called a draw where he, he hits it high and it pulls over to the left, uh, naturally. And so sometimes courses set up better for somebody who hits the ball out to the right a little bit and it comes back to the left and versus yeah. somebody who hits it the opposite direction. So okay. that makes sense. Yeah, I think so. So, uh, my, uh, shout outs, I kind of mentioned in my, uh, opening comments would be those, uh, various volunteers of all different ilks that, uh, uh, participated in the Kita, uh, distribution on Saturday morning. Uh, they opened up, I think about 9.30 to 10 and there were people lined up at eight o'clock, even though you had to have a reservation to be, <laughs> to go in. Um, and the same with all the barbers and other people that uh, volunteered their time to, you know, present our kids nicely on the, opening uh week of school you know uh hair is an interesting thing these days and it comes in all different shapes and sizes and particularly if you're a middle school student or somebody that uh is feeling a little awkward fitting in one way or the other uh, having a uh, a fresh do is oftentimes a, a notable thing so kudos to all those people that were involved in that how about you joe you got a shout out yeah, uh, we're on the same wavelength on a lot of these. I had three written down, and you guys got two of them. 
Um, and yeah, and everybody with the hair. I've I've got one of those middle schoolers um, who's got a nice floppy lock. Good head of hair. Yeah. Likes doing it up, and he's he's shutting it down. So, uh, but uh, the the other one I had written down just everybody with the school systems. Uh, we always mention teachers. Yes, the teachers and the wonderful work, but even the bus drivers, the custodian, oh, yeah. the the food services. Um, yeah, let's just have an awesome, safe year. Thank you guys for everything you do. It's it's definitely service and and just huge shout out. I I hope we have an awesome year this year. Uh, also, hey, today before the show is running around, uh, we have a third driver in the house now. It's it's going to be yeah. interesting. Got the license. Yeah, so we'll, yeah. we'll see. Uh, we're going to be easing into the, to it. Uh, but, but, uh, big, big thing for baby Z. She's been on the show before. Um, but huge, huge day for her. So yeah, for sure. And I huge think day for you guys too, man. That's, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah nice. I think that's nice just to say, uh, get yourself over to that appointment. You know, I, I don't always have to take off half an hour early. You know, it's, right. it's a crunch on office sometimes. And my office, uh, I mean, my uh, oldest granddaughter is uh, coming closer to that age uh, this winter where she'll turn 16. And, uh, you know, that's going to change her world and mine, too, being the grandpa Uber driver. You know, my favorite phone call is, God, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Directly translates to, I need a ride. (laughs) And more importantly, I need a ride now. You know, so so anyway. Yeah, there's no there's no pre-planning in a teenager's life. I'm no. just telling you. <laughs> Subject, no. drop everything you're doing right now and get over here and pick me up. <laughs> Zero. I've, I've known about this for two weeks, but I'm mentioning it to you now. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ten minutes. We got to go. What? Right. 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 I got to be there yesterday. Right. So, yeah. So I was so uh, young. In my crazy life, I uh, drive a couple of them to school uh most days, but so I'm doing that Thursday, first day of school, but then Friday I have to be in Indianapolis, so it's just kind of like, oh, there goes the routine already. So anyway, so uh, I guess since we've got uh, uh, an enormous amount of uh, uh, streaming and uh, uh, podcasting and books and everything else to talk about, we might as well uh, hop into that real quickly. And uh, I know that you two have typically more than I do, so I'll just start it off with a couple of easy things. Uh, I did watch uh, the conclusion of Hijack on uh, Apple TV. I don't know if either of you have gotten into that or not. Uh, Idris Elba's um, masterpiece. I'll say, I think that that show might win some awards. That's a real time uh, seven episodes. Haley and I talked about it last week, how it just clicks along, keeps you in suspense. And it's one of those shows, unlike some other streaming shows, that uh, drops one at a week at a time. It may have started so off a couple. Mark, but... on that on that show, is it like the show Twenty Four that it takes place in those twenty four hours? Yes. Is it take yeah. place? It's yeah. just yeah. When it's just, not, this is not a spoiler by my saying it, but when the hijacking happens in the first uh, hour of the show, they are seven hours from uh, the destination of that plane, which is London. So they're flying out of the Middle East. Uh, on a fictitious airline. And, uh, there's lots of uh, red herrings, lots of uh, twists and turns in this. And it's very, it's fascinating. It keeps you on the edge of your seat. And, uh, so I was very pleased with how that concluded. Uh, Mark, you and I, and I think Joe too have talked about foundation, 
Um, we could talk about it after the break. It's going to no, be the 329. Yeah, I'd like to get into that a little bit, Mark. Yep. And then uh, we were uh, the smart list this week is with Paul Giamatti, who's probably one of my favorite uh, character actors. I hate to call him a character actor because he's a leading actor in a lot of different programs, but uh, he's a fascinating guy. And uh, then the last thing I'll mention uh, uh, is uh, tonight's the uh, premiere of season three of Only Murders in the Building. Um, yeah, tonight on Hulu. So nice. if you remember how that, uh, um, how that, uh, ended last year was Paul Rudd being on the stage, you know, and mysteriously dying <laughs> in sort of a film noir Broadway. So, uh, anyway, that, I think that'll be a pretty interesting show for sure. So, uh, when we come back, uh, Mark and Joe are going to light up the stage here with all what they've been streaming and we'll talk more in depth about foundation here on the Mark and Mark and Joe show. And don't forget to flip to page two. <laughs> <laughs> But I think we are back. Absent rock music, but uh, we are here. Mark went gray or dark. Or I'm you? I'm driving, so I've got to stay for the session. Yeah, they I'm say don't drive. In, <laughs> don't drive in Zoom. That's yeah, that'd be bad. That'd yeah, be that'd bad. be bad. You can have it on your you know on your screen. You know, as you drive down the highway, and there's Mark and Joe. Yeah. Look at look out, Mark. <laughs> Yikes! Semi behind it. Okay, so uh, I'm going to give this talking stick to Joe and his magic book of uh, Marvel and everything else he's got, and tell us about what he's been watching, reading, streaming, podcasting, all those things. Uh, this time of year, uh, we have had so much going on with summer. My to-do list is longer uh, than my uh, what I've been watching. Uh, but I mean, just to do, I still got to watch foundation, good omens, uh, silo and now hijack, uh, cause that's, that's about the fourth or fifth really good, uh, thing I've heard about hijack. So, uh, and we love elder Selba. I mean, yeah, I think he's, he's, he's almost aging out of the, the James Bond conversation, but he's been in it for a while now. So, <laughs> um, uh, lately we've been rewatching a lot of movies, um, and some that we watched with the kids that we couldn't have watched with the kids a year or two ago. Um, I've lightly let them have some Tarantinos. You got to be careful with those, but you know, we watched glorious bastards recently. Uh, we watched no country for old man. I could watch no country for old men just about once a month. I think oh, yeah. uh, one of the best movies we've rewatched recently though is interstellar. Uh, yeah, which, it's an interesting film, isn't it? Yeah. It's really interesting, but it's better than I remembered. It's better than I think I gave it credit for when I saw it four or five years ago. It's only a second watching for me. Uh, the whole family loved it. Uh, um, it's so good, guys. You're right. Yeah. It's so it, good. It, it, it's it's book falling off the shelf. There you go. The book, book falling off. I was wondering what the red book was. Book <laughs> <laughs> falling off. Uh, sadly, I wouldn't know if it was Morris or, or, uh, <laughs> binary or whatever. Um, we, um, we did watch with kids. We did watch Firefly and Serenity, uh, Serenity, okay. of course, up that series. Watch kids loved it. Absolutely loved it. Now when they see, uh, Nathan Fillion and, and Guardians three, uh, I hope you guys have gotten around to Guardians. They get it. They get it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, they did it. It's, uh, so good at Guardians. I, 
I, I liked it much more on the second watch. You know, I saw it in the theaters, liked it. Second half of the movie, thought first half was a little slow. I appreciate the whole thing. I think it was back to form and, yeah. uh, everybody's, you know, Marvel's dead, Marvel's dead, but it really was a good showing. And, uh, mm-hmm. I think they've still got a lot of, a lot to kind of look forward to. Uh, on the negative side, you know, Secret Invasion has been less impressive. I was okay with it, but the scale of what they did in the comics was bigger and, and massive. And you have major heroes that were actually being replaced by these, these shape-shifting aliens. Uh, so the series is a lot smaller in scope and as short, you know, and it's yeah. over quick. I think it was just kind of a bummer for a lot of folks, but uh, we were okay with it. It's just sometimes these are just okay. It's probably the worst TV when they've done, uh, they could have done with a big screen and, and make maybe some more major characters kind of coming out. Yeah. And they, you know, cause they had an outstanding cast. I mean, Olivia Coleman's in that Don Cheatley and, uh, you know, Samuel Jackson. I mean, it's, it's got, uh, got some powerhouse actors in there, but, uh, yeah, it, it kind of left a little bit to be desired. And, uh, um, I don't know. I'm, yeah. Uh, could have been more. Yeah. I was a no. Yeah, there's some there's some hard nose in there. I just I think with uh the first two or three Marvel things they put out on on Disney Plus, they were so ambitious and so big and, oh, and yeah. Loki was so well received and you know, hopefully Loki 2 will be, you know, live up to it. But I think around Haw- Hawkeye, people start kind of di- you know, diving down and not watching it as much and it's still pretty good, you know, but but I I get it with Secret Invasion. It it's not its best showing. Uh, probably last one, just me and Angie going through Miss Maisel, slowly going through Miss Maisel. Uh, we're on season four right now. We're coming Great up show. on that. Great show. Yeah. One of, best, one of the best cast shows I think I've ever seen. You know, yeah. to the each character, it's just amazing. So, Mark, what do you got? So, we rewatched some stuff too, but we did get to watch Guardians of the Galaxy 3. We loved it. Uh, very, very good. I enjoyed it very, very much. The uh, Nathan Fillion, the, the Nathan Fillion cameo is the one. He's going to play a role coming forward. There he goes. Yeah. Am I back? Am I back? You're back, You're back now, yeah. Yes. All right. So Adam Warlock is a character that people don't really understand, but will know him in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, one, of the, one of the movies that we did watch uh, the other day, uh, Twister. We rewatched Twister, and that That's movie on show every week. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, the the actual movie is on Netflix. It holds up, people. It's yeah. so good, and 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 there's going to be a Twister too. Apparently, Twisters coming out Twister. late next year. Huh. Yeah, go out there and look at that. There is a there's there's an actual thing out there about that. So we watched that and of course Foundation and Mark Foundation, uh, is probably my, one of my favorite sci-fis that I've watched in a very long time. It's, it's not up there with the expanse yet, but it's getting close. Um, its scope and scale is just enormous. It is. Um, yeah. And, and Lee Pace and the acting by him as, as, as Empire. Uh, is just incredible. Um, the Harry's, the two Harry Seldon's now that we have, uh, it's, it's fascinating. It's, it's just a really good film and, or a really good show. And, 
And Apple has, Apple TV has so much money that they can just dump it in there and you can watch them do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the CGI, the graphics, the, the costuming, the, the areas, a lot of that stuff is filmed in the Canary Islands. It, the, how I could explain it is when Game of Thrones was really doing innovative, cool locations to, to film things. And yeah. that's, that's how, that's how I would say it about foundation. Um, then, uh, the other thing that's out that I have not watched, but, uh, the second season of Winning Time dropped their first episode. Uh, the, on HBO, the Laker one, it's out, it came out. So it is, uh, I'm excited about that. Um, and, and just really, uh, foundation, go back to that again. If some other thoughts I have there, we're talking just in the time we've been watching it, Mark, uh, we, the, in one season and four episodes, We've jumped forward almost 130 years in right. time and scale. Right. And, and, and it's going to expand over the, uh, they say, you know, there's some rumors that it's seven or eight seasons long, that it'll jump almost a thousand years. You're going to get to that full thousand years of time. Mm. And, uh, it'll be interesting. What do you think about it? Demazella, Darmazella, the robot, and I'm saying her name wrong, but she's right. 11,000 years old, right? Isn't that what she is? Eleven thousand right. years old in that. Right. That's the that's the theory. So um, interesting stuff going on in Foundation. Absolutely, and I will uh, throw in a couple other things here before we go to the break. Uh, one is uh, old movies. I watched uh, Three Amigos uh, the other night. Uh, nice. Yeah, it's a. Uh, you know, there are parts of it that don't hold up all that well, but, but, uh, but it's really pretty good. Uh, the other is I did break down and uh, join the paint group. I was the only one not in pink to which to go see Barbie. Um, oh, nice. Wow. <laughs> that's a, that's a complex movie. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I don't know if you've seen that yet, Joe, or not, but uh, I'm not. I, I want to go see it, Joe. Yeah, yeah. So once you guys have seen it, we'll talk uh, a little bit more about it. Uh, we did go stuff. see Oppenheimer. We did go see Oppenheimer. We liked Pretty it amazing, a whole bunch, huh? too. Yeah, great movie. Great movie. Well, we are uh, coming up on the final break here. And when we come back, maybe, just maybe, we'll uh, have an opportunity to delve into a little sports um, as we venture on here in the Mark and Mark and Joe show. Mysterious bump music. What do you think that was, John? <laughs> I didn't hear it. Yeah. Well, oh, I didn't hear it either. I was, I'm kind of kidding. We're back with uh, Joe Heron. Uh, Joe and I were talking on the break, or attempting to talk on the break, about uh, the uh, upcoming uh, rendezvous dinner, which uh, happens this Saturday. That's our uh, annual salute to our volunteers, which uh, I and uh, Probably not known by a lot of people, but Joe's better half is uh, the current uh, exiting president of the uh, uh, board where she's served the last two years, bless her heart, and uh, has seen some uh, amazing changes uh, to the terraforma of the grounds. And uh, now we're launching into, who knows, darkness, right? I mean, we're talking about uh, how we might use the rendezvous grounds uh, uh, during uh, the eclipse, which is just uh a little bit more than a month before our event. So it's going to be an interesting uh, season for sure. 
Definitely. I, uh, we're, and we're still looking at that weekend. I got a message this morning asking about, you know, another way to kind of look at the grounds and everything surrounding it. And it's, uh, it's in flux right now. Uh, we're meeting with the group later in the week to, right. to talk ideas. It's going to be so many people in town. I, 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 I think people are getting an idea and, and, uh, Sarah has been, Sarah Wolf been doing so much good outreach on, on the eclipse. Yeah. Did you see the little, uh, the latest video they produced? That was pretty clever. The, uh, you know, uh, yeah, they did. It was on uh, Instagram and, uh, you know, Sarah's husband's, uh, um, a musician and, uh, you know, he's kind of running down the street, kind of like a Pied Piper type and uh, got all these uh, kids with all these weird, uh, swimming goggles and inappropriate glasses and it gives them an opportunity to talk about, you know, how you have to be properly, uh, masked, uh, for this event. But, uh, yeah, um, it, it is kind of incredible. You think about it. And if you look at the map, I mean, the map goes directly through the rendezvous grounds. <laughs> so it, it is pretty, uh, uh, daunting to say the least. So, um, I would, like to switch if we could, Joe, because you're a big football fan, sure. college, college football, and uh, I uh, the season starts uh, first week in uh, September, I think maybe, or it might even start sooner than that. I was just looking at the schedule and I completely missed if it's going to be technically August or September. It's usually around uh, September two, three, somewhere in that first right. week when SEC football kicks off. It's all about the same time, I think. Yeah. And so, you know, we talked a little bit in the first episode about how, uh, the, the changing nature of nil and, uh, student athletes and, uh, of course the big colleges, uh, you know, man, I mean, I, with, uh, Oregon and, uh, Washington, that, that was Washington who's joining us, Washington and or, Oregon, Washington, Washington Oregon, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, those two. Coming okay. into the Big Ten, uh, but they had that, they had to come in at a discounted price, which was like thirty-five million dollars. You know, <laughs> so and this kind of gives you an idea about the ginormous uh, amount of revenue. And of course, the uh, TV people uh, that want to capitalize on uh, networks and things, particularly like Fox, uh, that has uh, you know covers the Big Ten and. Those, those kind of networks, uh, you know, in the SEC, of course, and the Big Ten both have their own, uh, cable networks. And so there's a lot of, a lot of money to be had and uh, a lot of people that enjoy watching college football. So I don't know anything about, uh, Arkansas, you know, being an Indiana, uh, football fan is uh, a bit of a struggle because, uh, they, they are in a hotbed of uh, competition, you know, trying to get the talent. And most of the talent uh, for IU comes uh, from outside the Midwest because they are, in a sense, forced to recruit uh, from Florida and other places because, uh, you know, Notre Dame and Purdue and uh, Ohio State and Michigan are going to get the cream of the crop uh, that uh, come out of Indiana. So, so I don't know you have an idea where Arkansas fits into the – Sure. Historically, it's been Texas, uh, Texas, Louisiana. Um, the kids that don't go to LSU sometimes go to, go to Arkansas. Uh, a lot out of tech, even with all the schools in Texas, uh, when we were in different divisions, uh, it was like come to the SEC and play the best, play Alabama, play, play LSU. Uh, so now that, you know, 
few years ago when A&M came in, that kind of cut into us a little bit. Now with Texas and Oklahoma coming in, it's going to reduce our prospects. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about it yet because the calendar, the schedule's going to get really weird. It's, it's these three bands of groups playing now, whereas it's always been, you know, East West. Right. So, it, it's going to make for some good football. We we love playing Texas. We even when we haven't been with them since the early nineties, um, but we still like playing them ever so often and and beating them most of the time. You know, or, or I, it's probably fifty fifty over the long term. But at the last ten years, I think we've probably got them six ten or seven ten. You know, but it's we've had a really good run against Texas. Um, but yeah, it's we're all going to be chasing the same prospects. Uh, chasing TV dollars and, and who gets to play Alabama LSU. So, uh, yeah, I, I will see. We'll see how I feel about it. I, I really am ready for somebody to get this down with streaming for, for the cord cutters like me. Uh, right. In a way, we can see these games without, you know, dumping tons and tons of money. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. it's all. Reshuffled. I, you know, with them cutting just with just with movies and TV, with them cutting uh, some of the content and then wanting to charge more or add commercials, it, it's going to make a guy kind of start to question which services he's with. And and hopefully, you know, I think Amazon picked up Thursday Football. Um, I think Peacock and uh, uh, the Paramount, you know, they get some football. So hopefully, we're going to see more of that, especially with college. Yeah, I mean, of course, some of those streaming uh, stations are not uh, not all that bad. And as Mark said, you know, Apple uh, has been pretty successful. And they've carried some baseball, and uh, uh, it'll be really interesting to see how that pans out. But I agree with you. I mean, it's like you can buy these premium packages where you can watch all kinds of uh, football and things. So uh, we'll see what happens. So, uh, uh, I, you know, if Chris were here, we'd obviously launch into a little discussion about fantasy football because I think our fantasy football draft comes up not this weekend, but the following weekend, I think on the 19th. And, uh, so be, uh, you know, I, I'm at the point where I think I'm just going to throw my <laughs> fortunes to the best pick available kind of, you know, let the computer <laughs> pick for me because, uh, man, I'll tell you what, I've lost track of, uh, so many, you know, been so many changes in, uh, in football and fortunes. And so we'll see. Of course, you know, I think those of us that are in the NFC North, uh, uh, king of the North, you know, we, uh, you know, we're hoping that uh, it'll be a little bit more competitive, uh, with, uh, Rogers being out of there. And, uh, you know, of course, people in New York are pretty excited about what's happening, but we'll see what the love movement is, uh, amongst Packer fans and, uh, First, you know, the, uh, uh, undoubtedly, uh, the Bears will end up playing the Jets before, uh, Rogers leaves there. So <laughs> it'll be interesting for me personally to, to, to address that as well. So I've forgotten what your, uh, favorite, uh, pro team is, Joe. Oh gosh. I, you know, and, and coming from a state that didn't have an NFL team, um, yeah, you hope, hope the best for Colts. I mean, but it's, it's not looking like it's going to be that great of a year. Maybe Indianapolis will surprise some people, but I, I really like watching Josh Allen play. I'm, I've kind of been a Bulls, a Bills fan for the last couple of years. Uh, I, that's how I've been for most of my adult life. You follow a team three or four years and 
um, sometimes a little bit of an underdog, sometimes a, a winning underdog. They, you know, Bills can't seem to make that uh, that title, you know, that AFC title game. So um, I'm kind of see them go over the hump, but I mean that's a competitive group too because you've got KC and and you got uh, now Cincinnati. You know, just kind of lighten that up and these these great quarterbacks. Oh yeah, it's it's certainly uh, the year or time of uh, of quarterbacks, and uh, you know it's interesting what's happened with running backs and just the whole shift in philosophy and uh, football. So uh, yeah, I'll be uh, hard pressed to make a. Uh, I guess I'm gonna have to get some tips from uh, Chris, and maybe I can uh, look over his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I could be next in line when we start going around that uh, snaking uh, rotation of picks. And, of course, you know, Chris plays a lot of fantasy sports, and uh, he's kind of our resident expert on uh, doing that. And, of course, we sort of meld our two shows together with uh, just the tips and uh, the uh, Mark and Mark show. So uh, it would be interesting to see uh, what, uh, you know, my, my, my bottom line goal is just to try to beat Haley, you know, cause, uh, <laughs> she always she, does better. She always does better than expected though. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm not quite sure, you know, that that's just the random nature of the, I mean, it, it does dramatically shift how you watch games. You know, I mean, there, there are times where, uh, you know, you're, you're getting notices about how your team's doing and then all of a sudden you're watching a game that you wouldn't ordinarily watch just because your, your uh, player on that team is doing well. And of course, what oftentimes happens is that you have uh, two players in a game that, uh, you know, one's going to win for you and one's going to kill you. <laughs> so yep. I, it's interesting how you root for those kind of situations. So anyway, um, so we're getting close to the end of the show here. Um, Anything else you want to expound on or, uh, you know, the, uh, I guess I made the mistake. I don't want to say it was a mistake. I chose to get up at five o'clock in the morning, uh, earlier in the week, um, to, uh, I guess that was on Sunday. Was that Sunday morning? Or was that Monday? <laughs> yeah, Sunday morning to watch the women's, uh, FIFA Cup. Oh. It was a, a disappointing shutout. You know, uh, the women's team, the U.S. team played excellent. Um, the Swedish, uh, goalkeeper was just amazing. She had a, a career game in that blocked a, a lot of amazing shots, but then it went to a penalty shot and, uh, the United States had a lead that they shouldn't have relinquished and, uh, had three really good players each miss goals, uh, two of which were probably almost inexplicable, but, uh, you know, it was hard to kind of, as your dog tired and sitting there watching. <laughs> that for all that time and then it's like oh my god it's it's over so uh but anyway they'll be back i'm sure so joe i will see you i guess uh saturday night if not sooner and uh we'll kind of revel in uh the 2023 rendezvous and look forward to uh the big eclipse so that's yep. what we got here at the uh, mark and mark show and as they say on smartless bye, bye. <laughs>
You're listening to the Talk of the Town, 97.7 FM and 1450 AM WAOV Vincennes and 97.3 FM WAOV Washington. Fox News, I'm Tom Graham. Former President Donald Trump is taking time out from his legal battles and hitting the campaign trail today, attempting to court veteran voters in New Hampshire, praising his past work with VA hospitals. This is a very... 